You're listening to Wild and Holy Radio. Honest conversations, love notes, and strategies to grow a business while building a life grounded in deep integrity. I'm Megan Hale, integrity expert, bringing mindset and energetic wisdom to help you show up braver, go all in, and expand into your fullest expression. Let's do this. Hello, friends, and welcome to season two of Wild and Holy Radio, your place to be for mindset and energetic wisdom to grow a business while building a life grounded in deep integrity. We are kicking things off with something I'm most excited about this season, which are love notes, me sharing pieces of encouragement for your journey with the reassurance that we're all in this together. So... I have so much to share about how 2018 has completely changed so much. Case in point, um, I recorded this podcast while my mic was totally on mute. So I was pulling it into Audacity. I was like, where's the audio file? I was like, oh my gosh, you have got to be kidding me. Okay. (laughs) I guess we're going to redo this. Secondly, my kids are here. You might hear them in the background. I have people here who are thankfully taking care of some yard work for me. So you might hear some weed blowers and we're rolling with it. You guys, we're rolling with it. This is life. So freeing and refreshing. (laughs) So if you're just not meeting me, I'm Megan. And if you're on my email list, which you should be because that's where I get the realist. And that's not something I'm just saying. Like it's really like my little sacred place of the internet where I feel like I can just have the most intimate conversations. But if you're on my list, you know I've been talking a lot about the vulnerability I've been feeling making my way back to the podcast. It has been 15 long months since I've been on the mic. And for the past few of them, I have been wanting to get back on the mic with you. Um, I've had all these podcast topic ideas I wanted to talk about. And I was also feeling totally scared out of my mind to do something I've done a million times times now, like for real, the enoughness revolution. My first podcast has 150 episodes, right? So wild Noli radio season one had 25. So clearly this is not my first rodeo. Why in the world am I feeling so vulnerable about this? Right. And so I wanted to sit with that. And I think the thing that was coming up is I just feel like I have so much to share that it was kind of hard for me to figure out where to start. Right. And so sitting with that, I realized that any good writer, podcaster, or creator for that matter, they just start like somewhere, anywhere. They just push through the vulnerability and do it. So I'm going to start here. I want to start at the moment I made a big intuitive decision to do something I've never done, and that's to keep a big part of my life to myself. So I've been in business for four years now, blogging for six. And in that time, I've shared a lot of my personal journey, mostly in real time while I was processing it. This past year, however, was the first time I decided not to do that, mostly because I didn't really feel comfortable broadcasting to the world that I was going to be home alone with two children for six months, because sadly, we still live in a world where women have to worry about their safety, right? But also because... This felt like something I needed to live through first and not just hover above it for material, as Glennon would say, if you're listening, hi G, but be in it for myself. 
And that's what I did. So I want to start by going back to December 4th, 2017. And you'll, you'll notice that I distinctly remember the day, right? <laughs> because this was the day that I opened up the cart for Wild and Holy Year, which was a year-long mentorship program I facilitated from March 2018 to March 2019. It just wrapped a few weeks ago. And this was also the same day that I found out my husband, Breck, was deploying for six months, just three weeks after we had our second baby. <clears throat> So I remember him getting home from work that night. I sat him down on the couch to tell him, you know, I'm going into this launch. I'm going to need some extra support this, this month from you. This is going to be like the biggest and longest launch to date. Like Wild and Holy Year's cart was open for four weeks, which there are some lessons in that. And I was opening this container for 20 women to partner with me for a year. And I wanted to be very specific about the type of woman I was calling in. And also when I go into launch mode, it's really important that I am really grounded and clear and taking care of my well-being. Like that's a huge component um, of how I want to feel during the sales process because it allows me to also focus on how I want my people to feel as they're in that sales process with me. But that's another podcast episode. And I remember him sitting on the couch. And I was kneeling in front of him on the floor and I had my hands on his knees and our eyes were locked. And I remember the look on his face in that moment when I was asking him for support. And it's the look that every military spouse knows. And as I'm reading his face, I simply asked, how long are you going to be gone? Six months, he said. When are you leaving? Three weeks after the baby gets here. When you hear news like that, it's almost as if life slows down, like kind of like a movie, like everything starts moving in slow motion and you can almost like hear yourself narrating your life, right? And so... <laughs> That first moment of just taking this all in, my first thought was, shit, this is going to be hard. Like, how in the world am I going to do this? I'm eight months pregnant. I have a toddler sitting in the high chair. I'm looking at this house. I've gone through deployments before. I know all of the things that get shifted to my shoulders. Two dogs. All of these things. I, I'm getting ready to lead a year-long program for 20 women. Like, how am I going to do all this? This is going to be hard. And so <laughs> I'm sitting with this and I'm taking in a nice big gulp of air, read courage. <laughs> and this other part of me says, okay, okay, like you can do this. You can make all of this happen. This is going to be fine. <laughs> and then that wiser part of me pops in and she says, mm, 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 mm. This is going to be both hard and fine. And that, my friends, is exactly what last year was. It was hard. <laughs> the hardest. Like, the hardest. And it was also fine. I grew so much holding all of those things, and I also buckled under the weight of it at times. 
And there are so many lessons I learned about myself, like the way I push things down, hold things in, the ways I put others before me when I shouldn't. And yet there were also like these refreshing new pieces of me that just stopped giving a shit as much (laughs) about stuff I don't need to care that much about. And I started being a lot less nice and a lot more kind. And that was super freeing for me. And you know, when you're being asked to give a lot, do a lot, carry a lot, you get very choosy with where you put your energy. And this not only dramatically changed how I did life, but also how I do business. And there are lots of things to share about that with you this season. Refreshingly, you know, I didn't have the time or luxury to agonize over perfect last year. I didn't have time to keep up with others. I didn't have time to compare myself to what other people were doing who were in completely different seasons of their lives than me. But you know what I did find time for? (laughs) To compare current me with prior versions of me. And there's a lot to talk about that too. But I think the thing that I come back to after living through last year, which was really like surviving through last year, (laughs) is that everything has always been hard and fine. Whether that's growing a business, navigating parenthood, navigating marriage, and everything in between. There are hard times and fine times. And last year, when things got really hard, I had to remind myself that it didn't necessarily mean I was doing them wrong. Sometimes it's just that hard. And I think it's so easy to wonder what we need to be doing differently to ease our suffering when we're going through a really challenging season. And, you know, when you're in the middle of deep expansion, when your life is asking more of you that you, than you currently know how to do, right? you're going to feel like you're playing catch up to the bigness you're stepping into. You are going to feel as though you are not equipped because you're in the process of becoming equipped, (laughs) of building the skills and the tools and the resources that this new level of life needs of you. And last year was full of huge waves. And, (laughs) you know, although I've had a lot of practice surfing, and learning to surf. I have never surfed on waves as big as I did last year. I have never breastfed an infant while raising a toddler, while being separated from my spouse, while also running a year-long program. I've never done any of those things. And I had to learn in the moment, and sometimes that meant getting pulled under the surf and getting tossed around the ocean floor so I could figure out how in the hell I'd gotten down there to begin with. (laughs) And sometimes that meant gliding down the wave, perfect balance on my board, feeling like, damn, I'm doing all these things and there's so much ease here. Like, what am I doing that's helping me create this, right? Everything last year was a lesson. Oh, and I'm not going to lie. It was exhausting. By the time Brett got home, which was in mid-July, I was so ready for a relief. I had been looking forward to that day for 175 days. 
where I could just collapse into his arms and just hand it all over to him for a while. I had held myself together for so long as well as I knew how, like beating off depression and anxiety, keeping up with all the things. And for weeks, I literally couldn't wait to just simply have a good long cry where I could just release everything that I had been carrying. So I had it in my mind that when Brett got home, it was all going to get a lot easier. So you could imagine like the heartbreak (laughs) when it all got way fucking harder. Our marriage went through like a complete upheaval. Like we tore down some things that weren't working. We're still in the process of rebuilding them. We went through and are still going through some parenting challenges that neither one of us know how to do or simply learning as we go. And the depression that I had been fighting off mostly successfully, by the way, finally came up and got me. And I felt like I had failed myself in some way. Like, how was it that I'd held myself together for so long only for it to all feel like it crumbled? So the last half of 2018 was spent pulling myself back up from depression's grip, which thankfully I have some life experience with. While also, you know, still getting up every day for my kids and wondering where the hell I went. The inspiration and creativity I usually lean on were like nowhere to be found. And although I knew they'd return at some point, which thankfully I've lived through that too, It felt like all I did for months on end was being in this uncomfortable chapter of waiting. Sometimes patiently in full surrender and trust, (laughs) and sometimes not. All the time questioning, when is this going to feel easier? So, you know, I thought maybe when it's 2019, there's going to be like this magical switch, right? (laughs) I'll be through my first year of having this baby, which is always the most physically demanding, at least for me, spiritually demanding too. And 2019 came around and perhaps in some way that did exist because some parts of me did start to come online again. You know, I was finally somewhat caught up on my sleep, whatever that means. (laughs) But it wasn't the sharp contrast that I had been hoping for, where like the full me returned again, right? And I think for the past few months, I've really been wrestling with that. Like, what does that even mean? The full me returning again? Because I'm not who I was before I went through 2018. I'm somebody different. You know, 2018 was a year of unraveling (laughs) in lots of ways. Uh, Like my own patterns that weren't letting me feel seen in my marriage when I needed it the most. My own ways of stuffing my emotions and letting what my my kids need champion over me. My own ways of putting these like fierce expectations on myself that are just completely ridiculous. 
And yet somehow in the process of surviving a hell of a year, I was still able to make a difference in people's lives. Like simply by showing up in the capacity that I was able. Inside Wild and Holy Year, women were seen and heard and loved and supported and they witnessed my struggle. I witnessed theirs and somehow I think in doing so just gave other people permission to be in their struggle and still show up anyway, you know? And I think that it was here that I really realized that last year was a huge lesson for me around my own leadership, that it was very much giving myself permission to be messy, scared, emotional, and unsure of myself and show up anyway. There were so many moments last year where I questioned if I was enough. I questioned if through sleep exhaustion and emotional exhaustion, if I could truly show up and serve at the capacity I wanted to. And the answer was no, because none of us can. <laughs> like the idea that we will go through hard times and not be affected by them is completely absurd. Like life still happens. And we can show up in the midst of it with everything we have in that moment. Or we can choose to let the ideas that we aren't at our best, so our less than best isn't worth anything to anyone anyway. And I am so glad that I kept showing up for my people. Because last year, although I know we all want to be at our best all of the time, it's just not fair to expect that out of ourselves. <laughs> not with grief, sadness, diagnoses, fear, worry, uncertainty. Like maybe we won't be our best in all moments. But the thing that I know is that the wisdom that peeks through when we're vulnerable and scared and messy and unsure of ourselves and show up anyway is still so incredibly powerful. If for nothing else, to simply be willing to show up that way because it gives other people the permission to do the same. As one beautiful soul I walked with last year said, Jenny S., if you're listening, I didn't need another shining, perfect example. I just needed realness from someone that was willing to show up anyway. And you are my fave mentor of all fucking time because of it. So... I want to leave you with this today, friends, our first love note of the season. I know when you're going through a hard time, when you're deep in your feelings, when life feels chaotic and big and messy around you, I know it is so easy to tell yourself to wait until things feel better, to wait until things feel easier, to wait till you get to the other side and have something you can wrap up in a pretty little box and a bow to share. But I want to invite you to know that even in your less than perfect chapters, even when a lot is being asked of you, even when you feel highly unsure of yourself and if you're making a difference, to know that your courage to simply walk through the hard things and show up anyway is so desperately needed. 
You don't have to have it all together, have it all figured out, be in this place of perfect clarity, be fearless, which does not exist, by the way, or even feel as though you have something profound to share in order to show up. Maybe simply being honest about what you're feeling today is enough to let someone else know that they're not alone. And maybe that gives them just that extra little ounce of courage they needed to show up anyway, too. Our job here is not to show up perfectly or unscarred, <laughs> thankfully, right? Our job is to show up knowing it's going to be hard and it's going to be fine. And we were meant to do hard things. Thanks, G. I'm not promising you it will be easy, nor that ease will be completely void of the plan. Ease can certainly show up during hard times, which we'll talk about this season. I'm also not going to promise you that your less than perfect leadership is always going to be well received. Maybe you do fall short of some people, but those aren't your people. In the end, it is such a gift to yourself and the world to be messy, scared, emotional, and unsure of yourself and simply show up anyway. Because what I know now more than ever is that even if you don't feel like you can show up whole heart, full self, all in, the biggest, most potent pieces of you still will. And they're still going to make their impact because they can't be contained, nor can they be buried, even if you feel like they are. So if you find yourself in a hard season and you wonder if you can show up and make a difference from this messy, scared, emotional, and unsure of yourself place, you can. Because the world doesn't need you to be at your best all of the time in order to play big. It just needs your willingness to be brave. So my friends, I'm sure we will revisit several pieces of this episode as we get into this season together, but this felt like the first message that I wanted to share with you. It'll be hard and it'll be fine. And when it's hard, it doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. Sometimes it's just that hard. So I will see you in the next episode as we start to dive into some of my biggest business lessons of the year especially in regards to money, because that was a huge, huge pillar that showed up powerfully in 2018. But if you love this episode, please subscribe to the show so you don't miss any of our new episodes that are going to be dropping. And I would also love for you to leave a quick review. It takes like two seconds to just give me some stars, quick sentence or two about what you love about the show. It's so helpful in helping other like-sold people find it. And I appreciate you. I am so glad you're here. I'm so glad we're back to journeying together. There's so much to share, so much to discuss. I'm just so grateful. So until next time, here's to the willingness to show up messy, scared, emotional, and unsure of yourself and trust you're enough anyway. I'll see you soon. Mm -hmm.